There's just so much more to hear. Download our podcasts at DubaiEye1038.com. Your weekend home for all things sports. This is The Grill on Dubai Eye 103.8. Live from Barasti. Here's Tom Urquhart. Good to have you on board. Uh, right, what headlines can you bring you from the day? Liverpool three wins away from Premier League title after their 2-1 home win uh, against Bournemouth. Second half of the seven o'clocks have got underway, so let's do something of a half-time wrap-up if we can. Uh, Chris McCarty's keeping an eye on these for us. Yeah, five minutes into the second half, Tom. I can tell you it's Arsenal nil, West Ham nil. West Ham, though, they were the side in that opening 45 that created the better of the chances. Three in total, guilt-edged is how I would describe them. Yes, OK, Arsenal hit the crossbar through Socrates, but West Ham United, three big chances squandered, each and every one of them, 0-0 at the Emirates. Crystal Palace, they lead Watford by a goal to nil. Jordan Ayew on the score sheet just after the half-hour mark. Sheffield United 1, Norwich 0. Billy Sharp on the score sheet, great goal this. Wide on that right-hand side, it was John Lundstrom crossing. Billy Sharp, diving header, absolutely no chance for Tim Cruel. Southampton down to 10 men. Musa Gineppo sent off a straight red card over the, ch- uh, over the top challenge. Uh, Studge showing referee decided to award that straight red that was after consulting the monitor on the sidelines Southampton nil Newcastle nil I should also point out that Matt Ritchie formerly of Bournemouth rivals of Southampton it was he that missed a penalty I say missed penalty was expertly saved by Alex McCarthy and it remains at Molyneux Wolves nil, Brighton nil. The late kickoff this evening is at Turf Moor. Tottenham Hotspur looking to avoid a fifth straight defeat when they travel to face Burnley. Uh, we'll tell you what's happening in Scotland in a few minutes' time. Let's just uh, glance over what's happening in the Championship. Leeds are currently top of the Championship after edging ahead against Yorkshire rivals Huddersfield thanks to Luke Ayling's early strike. West Bromwich Albion being held away at Swansea. Brentford are comfortably 3-0 up at home to Sheffield Wednesday. Preston round off the top six. Uh, they are also in action and they're a goal up against QPR. Stoke flew into a 3-0 lead against out-of-form Hull City in the first half. These are all half-time scores at the moment. Uh, while Middlesbrough are 1-0 up away at Charlton. Birmingham lead Reading, while Barnsley and Cardiff and Wigan against Luton are both goalless at the moment. We'll keep an eye on those for you. Any developing stories and, of course, full-times coming your way. Up to Scotland, Celtic have doubled their advantage. Yeah, they have. They're taking on St Mirren at Parkhead. Have our Celtic, of course, looking to ram home their lead at the top of the table. Rangers beaten in midweek at home to Hamilton Athletic Academical. And I can tell you that Lee Griffiths, just on the street, stroke of half-time has doubled Celtic's advantage. Two goals for the Scotland international this afternoon. Aberdeen, they trail at home to Hibernian. Jack Ross's Hibernian. Christian Doidge on the score sheet there and it still remains Hearts nil. Motherwell won. Chris Long on the score sheet there. So Hearts currently rooted at the bottom. In actual fact, Tom, Hearts have just levelled things up. It's the former QPR man, Connor Washington, the Northern Ireland international. He has made it one apiece at Tynecastle. Hearts won. Motherwell won. Absolute cracker over in La Liga. I'm going to leave uh, the Bundesliga to Chris McCarty because some fascinating scorelines developing in Germany at the moment. Uh, same can be said down in Spain. We had Mallorca who took the points earlier on against Ibar. Uh, Atletico Madrid against Sevilla is the game ongoing at the moment. Barcelona, remember, kicking off at 9.30 this evening. Uh, it was the visitors that took the early lead. That threw Luca de Jonga on 19 minutes. Then Atletico Madrid bouncing back with two goals just after the half-hour mark to take the 
the lead at half time. Goals from Avera Morata and João Felix uh, on 32 and 36, respectively. Morata from the penalty spot. But Lucas. O uh, Ocampos, uh, Ocampos has just equalised for Sevilla uh, again from the penalty spot on 43 to make it two apiece in this one. Extra time of the first half, 46 minutes on the clock. It's 2-2 in that one. Um, Chris, fair to say there's been a few goals in the Bundesliga. There always is, Tom. Every single Saturday we're in what are we into? The final 10 minutes of the 6.30 kickoffs over in Germany. Bayer Leverkusen, they have thrashed Eintracht Frankfurt and they will thrash Eintracht Frankfurt. They lead by four goals to nil into the final 10 minutes there. Kai Havertz, Karim Balarbi, Paulinho as well, the new man. He's bagged a brace there. Schalke against Hoffenheim, one apiece. It was Weston McKenney that gave Schalke the lead. I can tell you that Boomgarten Level things up for Hoffenheim. Hertha Berlin, they did trail inside six minutes. Two goals in actual fact. Hertha Berlin trailed at home to Werder Bremen. They've turned it around. Nicholas Stark, no relation to Tony. Not the second joke I've made on that one this evening. And Matthias Cunha. It wasn't funny the first it time. It wasn't funny. It's a dad joke. I'm a dad now, Arch. You can let me off. Matthias Cunha has uh, leveled things up in that one. So it's Hertha 2, Werder Bremen 2. Freiburg, they lead Union Berlin by three goals to one. Wolfsburg currently still 0 0 with they and RB Leipzig, the late kickoff. In Germany, it is Marco Rose's Borussia Mönchengladbach up against Borussia Dortmund. Thank you, Chris McCarty. We'll keep an eye on all of those live scores. We great atmosphere down here at Barasti. And it's not just the football that's going to be shown. Obviously, the commitment to the uh, Guinness Six Nations and a big game to look forward to as well as plenty of club rugby. Mark Archer. Yeah, half an hour away from kickoff in Twickenham, southwest London, where England will host Wales. We're seeing at Barasti here plenty of red shirts, plenty of white shirts of England. Going to be a cracking match that England have a chance to keep their. Uh, uh, hopes alive of a third title in five years Wales of course wanting to avoid a third consecutive defeat that hasn't happened for Wales in the Six Nations since 2007 new coach Wayne Pivak under a little bit of pressure to come up with a good performance today but England at home under Eddie Jones we know they'll be strong as well half an hour from kickoff we'll bring you team news shortly but there is club domestic rugby happening in the English Premiership now, Saracens who are already relegated will have uh, beaten Leicester Tigers 24 points to 13 Exeter Chiefs are currently thrashing Bath 57 points to 20 and Wasps uh, have a good lead over Gloucester 39 points to 22 wins today in Super Rugby for the Blues the Melbourne Rebels and the uh, Sharks and currently in Pretoria the Highlanders from New Zealand are leading the Bulls 10 points to 5. Uh, Luke Bamford has just scored uh, for Leeds to double uh, their advantage. They now lead Huddersfield by two goals to nil at the moment in the Championship. And Stokes, good afternoon, has just got that much better as well. Klukas on 50 to make it Stoke for Hull City nil. The on the end of a bit of a thumping there. Back to the rugby and a build-up ahead of the big one as well, Mark Archer. Uh, let's, before we do that, though, let's get over to the cricket yeah, there's a result come on the third ODI in Potchestrom. I can tell you that South Africa won the first two matches. It hasn't been a great summer of cricket for the for, for the Proteas, but they won the first two matches against Australia, and they've also given them a bit of a hiding in this third ODI as well. They've won the series 3-0, but just to give you the scores update, the Australia batted first, 254 for seven. They scored in their 50 overs. Manus Labashay, 108 century for the Aussies. South Africa, in reply, knocked it off relatively easily, 258 for four. Heinrich Klassen with 68 not out. So South Africa win by six wickets. They win the series 3-0. 
good win for them. Also, England, they're in Sri Lanka. They're playing a two-test match series. Uh, matches coming up in Gaul and Colombo for the English uh, team there. Stumps, they're having a warm-up match against the Sri Lankan 11. And at Stumps, England uh, batted all day. They scored 318. Joss Butler was 79. Joe Root was 78. Good to see those two players in some form there. Looking forward to that test series, which will be uh, a good test for the Englishman over in Sri Lanka. Just want to bring you up to date with some of the cricket information going around the world. Cricket for daily, of course, Women's World Cup final coming up, uh, I think, in the next uh, tomorrow that's going to be in Australia. But just a bit quick of a wrap from our friends at Crick Info going around the grounds. This is what's happened today in the cricket world. First up, South Africa's tour to India will go ahead after completing a risk assessment regarding the spread of the novel coronavirus. Andre Russell smashes 40 of 14 balls as West Indies win the second T20i to take the series 2-0 and Chris Wokes pulls out of the upcoming IPL. South Africa's ODI Tour of India for three matches will go ahead after the organization completed a risk assessment regarding the spread of coronavirus across the world. While South Africa reported its first confirmed case of the virus on Thursday, India's health ministry has estimated infections are affecting around 30 people, but a team of experts has deemed the country and the team's transit routes safe for travel. CSA's chief medical officer, Dr. Shweb Mandra, will make the trip with the team. Next up, news from the Sri Lanka West Indies T20 series. And Andre Russell hit six sixes in a blistering 14-ball innings as West Indies smashed their way to a seven-wicket victory over Sri Lanka to seal the two-match T20i series. West Indies bowlers limited Sri Lanka to 155 for six. And then Brandon King struck 43 off 21 balls and Russell made 40 of just 14 balls as West Indies raced to 158 for three in 17 overs. West Indies had earlier won the first T20i in Palakali by 25 runs. Though West Indies are reigning World T20 champions, it was their first series win in the format in more than a year. Chris Wokes has withdrawn from the upcoming IPL season in order to stay fresh ahead of England's home test summer. Wokes, a 150 lakh signing for the Delhi Capitals at December's auction, has not played a T20 since August 2018 and last played a T20i for England in November 2015. ESPN Quick Info understands in his communication with the franchise, Wokes informed the Capitals that he was pulling out due to family reasons. No further details could be ascertained. Wokes had a mixed record in his previous two IPL seasons. In 2017, he took 17 wickets for Kolkata Knight Riders with an economy rate of 8.77. But in 2018, he played only five games for Royal Challengers Bangalore and conceded 10.36 runs per over. Uh, let's just bring you up to date with a score up in Scotland. Chris McCarty? Yeah, Celtic, home and holes now. They are, well, they've put the result beyond doubt, I think. Celtic 3, St Mirren nil. Lee Griffiths had scored 2. And his strike partner, Odseni Edouard, who I think is going to get a big move this summer. I know a lot of clubs, Spurs, Everton, man, you have been linked with a young Frenchman as well. I've seen enough of Edouard to think that in the right environment, in a big club, I think he could absolutely flourish. He has added the third. Celtic 3, St Mirren nil. Celtic home and holes today. And when you look at the table as well, I hate to say it to Rangers fans out there, but Celtic 
will be winning nine in a row this season. No doubt in my mind about that. They have stretched their lead at the top of the table. Rangers in all sorts of problems. Since the little Dubai break, not quite sure what's in the water over here, but it hasn't been conducive to good performances and results for Rangers. Yes, fly high in the Europa League, but they're a long way behind Celtic now at the top of the Scottish Premiership. Birmingham were 1-0 up at half-time against Reading. However, uh, Matt Miazga, the man who's on loan from Chelsea, American football, American, not American football player, because that would just be you know inappropriate, <laughs> but American soccer player. Uh, uh, the American has uh, equalised for Reading. Uh, he's taken it to fifth, and just as we say that... Reading take the leads. It's uh, Mark Bowen, it is, who's in charge there now, formerly assistant manager of Mark Hughes wherever Mark's gone he's now in charge there in Birmingham having led now trail by two goals to one and just a quick word we don't often talk about championship do keep an eye on a young boy 16 years of age by the name of Jude Bellingham Borussia Dortmund are in talks apparently to splash out over 30 million pounds Man United have been keen Chelsea a lot of clubs have taken a look at him he started once again today just 16 years of age and the talk this past week is that Borussia Dortmund are getting ready to try and entice him over to Germany Judith Bellingham a name very much worth keeping an eye on over the course of not only the next few weeks few months but big future ahead for that young man Right Mark Archer uh, onus on you here why? Uh, because we're just a bit confused at the moment with Six Nations I mean is it Six Nations still or not we don't know if we're going to get culmination on it, Our games have been postponed. We don't really know where people are going to finish in the tables, etc. And does that therefore make it a tournament or not? Get me excited about England against Wales. Well, it should be a cracker, isn't it? England, of course, at home. Eddie Jones didn't start their campaign well. Had the loss over in Paris against France. That made it two consecutive losses because, of course, they lost the World Cup final. I won't bring that up again. But uh, England under Just a bit did. of pressure. England under a bit of pressure there. But they still have uh, a victory today against Wales. Will keep their hopes alive of a third title in five years. But who knows? what's going to happen because two matches were scheduled for today but only one will take place of course Ireland versus Italy has been postponed and then of course next week when England uh, were were travelling all the way over to Rome has also been postponed as well so we don't quite know how this tournament will be resolved but let's wait and see but looking forward to this match Tom it gets underway in about 15-20 minutes time we'll see the anthem scored out Eddie Jones well he needs to win to have a chance of a third Six Nations title in the last five years he's made two changes to the England to the England lineup, Mark Wilson comes in for the injured flanker Sam Underhill. Then Anthony Watson replaces Jonathan Joseph on the wing. This is what Eddie Jones had to say about his team selection in the match against Wales. We've had a really good two-week prep for for Wales. We had Fellow Week in Oxford where we did two good training days on Thursday and Friday. Players then had a short break, came in on Monday, and we've had three good training days, culminating in a very good session today. Oh, against Wales, they're a very tough, well-coached side. Uh, they've been building on their attack since Wayne Pivak's taken over and we'll know they'll bring that toughness to all the contest areas. Great to have Mark Wilson back into the team. Uh, he had a knee injury from the World Cup. He's recovered really well and brought a lot of enthusiasm and a lot of vigour back into the team. Anthony's uh, had a troubled injury reign since the World Cup, but uh, now he's back, he's fully fit and he'll certainly add to our back three. It was great to play against Ireland at home. We're looking forward to it again. Um, So for all those fans, make sure you're out there. uh, Support us loudly, and, and we'll put on a good performance for you. That was Eddie Jones sounding pretty enthusiastic about the match at home against Wales. Um... 
let's wait and see what happens. Uh, England uh, should, should well, it's going to be a close match. This could be look, see some tries in this one as well, Tom. But Wales are under pressure. They've lost their last two matches. They haven't lost three matches in the Six Nations since 2007. So new coach, Wayne Pivak, is under a little bit of pressure. Warren Gatlin, of course, gone back to New Zealand. He's coaching the Chiefs. Then he's going to come back and coach the Lions next year when they go down to South Africa. He's made four changes as the Kiwi coach, Wayne Pivak, from the home defeat against France two weeks ago. Liam Williams, because he was injured in the World Cup. It's his first... Uh, appearance since then he comes back into the lineup Josh Nvidi is referred to Toby Falatau at number eight Rob Evans replaces his fellow prop Wynne Jones in the front row and the Ca- and the Cardiff scrum scrum half Thomas Williams starts at half back and then uh, Reese Webb is on the bench so Wayne Pivak under a little bit of pressure this is what he had to say in the build up to the match against England the key really was to get enough volume into them uh, they've done that now and we think they're both ready to go they've trained very very well put in a lot of hard work to get to the start line this weekend and uh, you know, they're both very, very experienced players now as well and they know their bodies as well as uh, anybody and uh, we're confident they can do a job for us. For us at the moment now, it's, it's just all about England and the excitement. Um, first tournament, as you say, it's, uh, you know, we look back on the French game um, with the opportunities that we created. Uh, we didn't finish them and that's something that obviously this week we'll need to do. Um, and we just keep working positively to, to try and achieve that. I think we've prepared uh, as well as we can. We've got a, a, a good side taking the field and we're going there to, um, to try and improve each week and improve on the French performance, which apart from the scoreline, we did well in most areas of the game. We're pretty happy with, uh, with the outcomes, but fine margins, the intercept pass, um, you know, refereeing decision, which looking back now, I think everyone would agree was probably a penalty try. So those are big moments in games. And so we think we're on the right track. We've just got to keep working hard. That was Wayne Pivak talking about the, the match. Also, the, the, the Welsh captain, Alan Wynne-Jones, is on the verge of history. He will, uh, I think, this week, I need to check the numbers, he will become equal the, the most capped player in international rugby. And then, of course, he will also um, uh, displace uh, Richie McCaw very shortly from being the most capped player ever in international rugby. Uh, Alan Wynne-Jones was speaking earlier this week when he had the captain's run uh, tw- a day ago before this match and heading up into England. This is, this it's is been, I wouldn't say, a typical uh, England-Wales week. Um, we know it's coming. Uh, we're obviously well aware of the um, results we had previously. And it's been a good focus on ourselves and the game. Um, you know, now we're, we're up here, uh, sunshine, we had a good team on today. The one thing that hasn't changed, the, the, as a player, you want, you want to play the game. Um, you can't come quick enough. And like I say, that's where we find ourselves. Solely looking at ourselves, we do feel um, you know, we could have expressed ourselves and done more in those games um, coming into this one, which is a is obviously a, a disappointment with regards to the results, but a positive in, in the fact we know where we can go right. You know, it's England-Wales, so the hype that goes around the fixture, and you know, sometimes it's hard to um, get away from the echoes of uh, what's said and what should be done and how you should do it. Um, but also, don't forget, we know a lot about each, each other as well. You know, there's quite a few guys playing in England, um, there's quite a few guys who have played with other people on Lions tours, etc. So there's, you know, there's a certain amount of knowledge that would increase um, about each other uh, as a test week where I'm representing Wales and um, you know, I've played and, and lost and I've played and won and tomorrow's no different, I want to play and win. Those just some of the thoughts ahead of the game. Mark Archer, prediction time for you. Yeah, I think England's going to win a high-scoring clash here. I, I think with so much uncertainty um, regarding the c- conclusion or what's going to happen with these postponed matches, I think both both coaches and both teams will go out and put on a good display of running rugby. Let's hope that's the case. 
and uh, I think I'm going to I'm going to go England in a high scoring match Tom I love football I do love football I'll tell you why I love football because it's a funny old game isn't it you know it's end to end stuff. things can just change very very quickly uh, and I'm going to go to our uh, resident Abedonian to bring us up to date with how they're getting on at yeah the I can tell you that it is Aberdeen Hibs it is ooh, fourth versus sixth in the Scottish Premiership Aberdeen in fourth Hibs in sixth Hibs did lead in this one Christian Doyage had given Hibs the lead six minutes before the break I can tell you crucially Stephen Whitaker was booked in the 40th minute mark he then received a second yellow after 55 so a red card Hibs down to 10 men and will Aberdeen have made hay Adam Jackson own goal levelled things up after 64 and just well 120 seconds later Andrew Constantine a man that played his 500th Aberdeen game not so long ago a man that I know actually quite well having growing up near Andrew he has made it 2-1 to Aberdeen they lead and that is a big big result and the reason I say that is because Motherwell currently third they're being held as things stand by Hearts it's one apiece at Tynecastle. What does that mean? Well, Aberdeen closed the gap to Motherwell in third place. Of course, they're playing for best of the rest. Celtic and Rangers will finish as the top two. As things stand, Motherwell would be third and 46 points. Aberdeen fourth and 45. Full-time whistle's been blown over in the Bundesliga. We'll get to that for you shortly. Uh, Cardiff have just taken the lead uh, against Barnsley in the 65th minute. Uh, Volks with the goal there. Uh, in fact, Cardiff have just doubled again. I mean, how many times have we seen London this? Buses. Look at that. Uh, Cardiff was nil-nil up into the 65th minute. Cardiff get their first on 65 and their second on 66. <laughs> it's London buses. Will Volks. It is the former Rotherham man, if memory serves me correct, the midfielder. A lot of clubs took a look at him. And uh, Cardiff now managed by Neil Harris, formerly of Millwall, who's now in charge there, and uh, that's a good result for Cardiff, I don't see them bullying their way into the, the playoff places, and actually fact, when you look at where they are, they're no, well, they're ninth, they're only three points behind Preston they may just do it, don't see them being consistent enough, that being said it's a big three points if they can hold on at Oakwell, Barnsley nil, Cardiff two uh, We'll keep an eye on the Bundes, well we'll bring you Bundesliga full times in just a few moments time, uh, not though before we turn our eyes to golf, as you rightly said Mark Archer, uh, important time for golf, coming into some big tournaments be interesting to see how golf deals with the coronavirus outbreak worldwide another of those global tours isn't it when it comes to uh, taking the sport on the road much like uh, Formula 1 amongst others so building up to one of the first big tournaments of the year what's the latest? Yeah next week is the Players Championship often called or referred to as the fifth major takes place at TPC Sawgrass in Florida no tiger, he's, he's ruled himself out with a back injury. Of course, he's got all focus on because in five weeks' time, five weeks time, it's the first major of the year at, at Augusta. The Masters, of course, is only uh, a month or so away. So all the players trying to get their A-games on, of course, this time of the year, they're down in Florida. It's the Florida Swing, and this week in particular, they are in Orlando. It's the Arnold Palmer Invitational, and some strong uh, players here on the leaderboard. I can tell you that round two, has uh, been completed overnight and uh, it's an Englishman who leads at seven under par Tyrell Hatton a rounds of 68 and 69 for the Englishman he is tied for first with a South Korean player Sung Kang who had rounds of 69 and 68 third position by himself is the Kiwi Danny Lee he hasn't done much on tour for a while he's one shot back at six under par rounds of 71 and 67 and then there's a group of players including Rory McIlroy within striking distance at five under par um, notable other scores Mark Leishman the big Aussie four under par Patrick also at four under par, Ricky Fowler three under par and Graham McDowell winner only a few weeks ago at two under par. Let's have a quick listen to the highlights overnight. This is round two, your leaderboard from the PGA Tour event, the Arnold Palmer Invitational. 
Second round of the Arnold Palmer Invitational. The 1997 champion Phil Mickelson with a little Mickelson magic at 15. Got the fans hopping and he was trying to rally and make the cut. Didn't have his best stuff. Dug himself a little bit of a hole on Thursday, but it was a strong performance from Phil on Friday and a strong shot here into the sixth. Smashed right in the mouth from 237 yards away. It led to an eagle for Mickelson, but his bid for the weekend fell just short after 36 holes. Meanwhile, last week's winner of the Honda Classic, the start of the Florida swing was Sung J M. This is how he ended his Friday Bay Hill. Thank you very much. And M very much in the picture once again. Just a couple shots off the lead. Roy McElroy, third shot at six. This was very classy. Looked pretty standard and straightforward, but there was a pretty narrow landing area, and he located it. And Rory brushed that one in, made birdie, and moved to minus six. 17, Terrell Hatton, six iron in hand. Long, tough, par three. Although it played about 25 yards shorter than it did on Thursday at 194. And that was a beauty, moving Hatton to six under par. Danny Lee with a birdie here. At 15, 67 for Lee. And that was the best Friday round. And he's trying to win again on the PGA Tour. Just a shot back after two days of work. Hatton at the fourth from off the green. That's been a a good option for players to keep it on the ground with putter this week. And Hatton executed there. This was Lee for another birdie at 16. Proximity to the hole was strong inside the top five in that category during the second round. That moved Danny to minus six. This was Rory at the 12th, just a mere 270 yards away at the par five. He was begging for it to get down, and it did. About 50 feet or so away, he would two-putt from there for a birdie to move to minus five. Danny Lee, second shot here at 18. This was the best approach shot into the home hole that we saw all day long on Friday. You see where the hole is cut all the way up front. It's such a narrow opening. There was peril surrounding it. But Danny threaded the needle and made birdie to get into the six under par. And Terrell Hatton made birdie here at the eighth to get to seven under. He had his nose in front at that point. And Rory here, rather Sung Kang, his second shot at the 18, and he was the one who would join Hatton at the top. Last year's winner in Dallas at the 18T, Byron Nelson, along with Terrell Hatton, co-leaders through two days at 7-under. This is The Grill, live from Barasti, where the game is always on. Okay, talking of games that are on, well, there are still games on... No, you're all right, Tom. It's oh, offside. I thought he was celebrating. <laughs> no, Lacazette, he's offside. He has, or at least Arsenal fans thought that Arsenal, their sides, had taken the lead. But the flag's gone up. Of course, the VAR guys will check it as we see this one again. Uh, and it's uh, Pierre-Emerick uh, Aubameyang, get my words out, that uh, takes the effort. There's no doubt that Mesut Ozil's offside in the build-up to it. And yet, yeah, it's been chalked off. <laughs> Breathe again. You can, can breathe, breathe a huge again. sigh of relief. Uh, in the meantime, we Ooh, can turn actually, to Tom, a Actually, Tom, oh, oh no, you're in trouble here. Mesut Ozil isn't offside here. This is closer than I thought. Oh, no, Tom, you're 1-0 down. Mesut Ozil is onside. 
It's he's not played yet. This is going to count. <laughs> Arsenal are going to be a goal up. Alexandra Lacazette. I'm jumping in here, but it, he's going to. But this is going to count. Mesut Ozil is onside. They've got the the lines out again. They've got their protractors out, the rulers out, have the VAR guys. And it looks as if Angelo Ogbonna is actually playing Mesut Ozil onside here. And in Mesut Ozil, it's a deflected effort from Aubameyang. Ozil sneaks in, he heads it into the path of Lacazette. Lacazette has the easiest task of sweeping the ball home. This is going to count. He's onside. Isn't Lacazette offside no, in the first place? Or no, not? Lacazette's no. coming. He's, on, he's onside. You're fine with that. The ball comes back. He's behind Ozil as there's a little cushion header into his path. This is Arsenal 1, West Ham 0. We've got 11 minutes on the clock remaining at the Emirates Stadium. West Ham are in a relegation battle. Make no mistake about that. That's onside. I know I appreciate it. I'm watching the TV here and we're on radio. But there's no doubt in my mind that Mesut Ozil is onside here. Angelo Ogbonna's Achilles, his ankle, if you will, his heel, is playing Mesut Ozil onside. And this is going to be a goal. David Moyes looks awfully concerned. Puff of the cheeks from the Scotsman. So he should. Mesut Ozil cushions the header into the path of Lacazette. And because they're checking this, Lacazette is behind Mesut Ozil when the cushion header. That means, that suggests to me that they've said, yep, that's onside. Let's make sure there's no violation there. There is none. It's Arsenal 1, West Ham 0. Confirmation now. The referee is just in conversation. Aaron Cresswell, shake of the head from the West Ham left back. He looks concerned as well. There is confirmation, it's a goal, Arsenal lead, and there it is, there's the farce. Finally, finally they're able to celebrate a big goal that, it's taken a few minutes, but finally the decision has come, no offside, Mikel Arteta checks his watch, you've got 10 minutes Mikel, David Moyes, he's got his arms folded, he looks cross, he looks mean, he looks angry, Lacazette, the substitute's delighted, he gets a big congratulations from David Luiz, it's high fives all round, glum faces on the West Ham sidelines and no wonder it's Arsenal 1 West Ham 0 sorry Tom <laughs> that's us done yeah. 25 to 9 close enough isn't it yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, let's have a little look at what's happening in the oh, what's going on here the old flamings are coming in uh, let's uh, <laughs> let's turn our attention to a couple of games that are done and dusted shall we as we bring oh hang on goals in the Southampton game as well oh and you know who it is Tom Well, they've been, they've been hard done by today, have Southampton. They have seen themselves go down to 10 men. They've seen Alex McCarthy save a penalty as well to keep them in this one. But it's that man who Steve Bruce lost his rag about midweek. He said there was no falling out. It's Alan Saint-Maximin who has given Newcastle the lead on the road at St Mary's. The big somersault to celebrate as well. We see this one on replay. Oh, and it's a poor goal from a Southampton perspective. They have a throw-in. They give it away. Oh, it's a comedy of errors. Jan Valery gets caught on it. And Saint-Maximin, lovely finish. A little bit like Romario there, the little toe-poke. You don't see toe-poke finishes much these days, but he just gets in. Valery gets caught. And it's a lovely little toe poke through the legs of Alex McCarthy. You see it there, little toe, outside of the boot, little toe poke through the legs of McCarthy, in off the post at the far corner. Lovely somersault as well. Simone Biles would be happy with that. That is a 10 in my book. And yet, yeah, it's Alan St. Maximin. It's 1 0 Newcastle on the road against Southampton. Um, I promised you Bundesliga results. I'll give them to you now in just a few moments' time. Let's get the latest in the rugby, though. Uh, let's do a start with the club rugby. Well, we are six minutes away from the start of the Six Nations game today. In the meantime, what's happening with the clubs? Yeah, plenty of club rugby. Three full-time scores in the English Premiership. Wins for Saracens, who are already relegated, of course, due to their 
off the field issues. They have won that match 24 points to 13 against Leicester Tigers. Big win for Exeter Chiefs. They've defeated Bath 57 points to 20. And a home win for Wasps over Gloucester 39 points to 22. One match still underway in Super Rugby. It's in Pretoria where the Bulls lead the Highlanders 26 points to 13 into the second half. Wins earlier today for the Blues, the Melbourne Rebels and the Sharks. Defeated the Haguaris 33 points to 19. That's your club rugby, but we're five minutes away from kickoff at, uh, at HQ, Southwest London, Twickenham, of course, where Eddie Jones' England will take on Wayne Pivak's Wales. We'll bring you all the scores on the doors as they come through live from Twickenham. 14 goals to report from the German Bundesliga this <laughs> afternoon. And there's still another game to come as well. Yeah, yeah there is. Borussia Mönchengladbach taking on Borussia Dortmund. That's your late kickoff, but it has finished. Bayer Leverkusen 4, Eintracht Frankfurt nil. Kai Havertz, one of those on the score sheet, a double as well from Paulinho Schalke. They have finished against Hoffenheim, one apiece. Hertha Berlin 2, Werder Bremen 2. Hertha Berlin, who are at the wrong end of the table. They were 2-0 down inside six minutes at home to Werder Bremen to come back and draw 2-2 a good result a good point could prove to be a big point come the end of the season Freiburg they've defeated Union Berlin by three goals to one it has finished goalless between Wolfsburg and RB Leipzig who have just started to grind to a little bit of a halt in recent weeks in the Bundesliga and then as I say your late kickoff kicks off in 50 minutes Borussia Mönchengladbach against the likes of Erling Haaland Jadon Sancho et al it is Borussia Dortmund Brentford's afternoon just got that much better. Uh, Fosu uh, on 82 to make it 5-0 against Sheffield Wednesday at the moment. And Aberdeen, I don't know what they were told at half-time, but they are flying at the moment. One became two, it's now become three. Aberdeen three, uh, Hibernian one with what, about eight minutes left in that? Yeah, it's a big win, that. The sending off, no doubt about it. Stephen Whitaker, former Rangers man. The Aberdeen fans would have enjoyed that, I'm sure. His sending off for two bookable offences turned that tie on its head, really. And Aberdeen have made hay from there. Celtic as well I can tell you into the closing stages at Parkhead they now lead 4-0 and Lee Griffiths will be walking away with a match ball a hat-trick for the Scotland international Celtic well on their way to a ninth successive league title it remains 0-0 between Hamilton and Kilmarnock it's one apiece between Hearts and Motherwell and it's St Johnston 0 Livingston 0 Derek McInnes though big win that for Aberdeen and if things stay the way they are they'll have closed the gap to Motherwell in third to just a solitary point Aberdeen 3 heads 1 uh, let's go Madrid and Sevilla still two apiece 15 minutes left on the clock there Barcelona take on Real Sociedad later on this evening 9.30 and the late one is Getafe against Celta Vigo uh, these are some of the scores from the championship uh, coming through at the moment some interesting results uh, in the offing there as Tom tries to keep one eye on the big screen and why on what's going on elsewhere. Closing stages of the Premier League uh, and still plenty to be decided in a number of these ties. Uh, 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 same to be said, uh, down in the Championship at the moment where things really are hotting up. Yeah. Brentford have just been so impressive. Yeah, they've they? been so good. Get they, in, get in. They are. Oh, uh, you. They, they, they are. Is that Sebastian Haller once again? It is Haller. He's had a horrid. 45 million quid you paid for him Sebastian Haller and he's missed another opportunity for West Ham as for the championship Brentford I think they're going to be secure now of a playoff spot Brentford they're ones to watch I don't quite think they'll have enough to close the gap to Leeds and West Brom for automatic promotion but Brentford they have been too good too hot to handle for Sheffield Wednesday today they are 5-0 up down at Griffin Park I can tell you that it's Barnsley 0 Cardiff 2 Birmingham 1 Reading 2 Middlesbrough they lead their proverbial six-pointer down at the Valley against 
against Charlton Athletic by a goal to nil. Jonathan Woodgate's Middlesbrough, that is Leeds United, will be top of the table as things stand this evening. They lead Huddersfield by two goals to nil. Preston, they did lead by a goal to nil against Queen's Park Rangers. QPR, though, have turned that tie on its head. They now lead by two goals to one. I can also tell you that Stoke, they lead Hull by four goals to one. Swansea nil, West Brom nil, and down at the bottom of the table, the opposite end, it is Wigan nil, Luton Town nil. So I'll keep an eye on all of those ones as they move into the final ooh, five minutes or so of the 7pm Championship kickoffs. Pablo Fornals off, Felipe Anderson on for West Ham, uh, but tick-tock, tick-tock goes the official clock in the Premier League. Uh, time running out for West Ham, 86 minutes on the clock. Uh, Mark Archer says we have to go to a break now so he can order some food. So that's exactly what we need to do. We need to go to break so Mark Archer can order some food. And then once Mark Archer has ordered some food, we can get on with the rugby, the football, the wrap-up and more. You're listening to the Grill live from Brasti where the game is always on. This is The Grill, live from Barasti, where the game is always on. Game on indeed. Uh, we've got two games ongoing up here uh, on the rooftop garden uh, down at Barasti. Uh, the rugby has got underway up here. That's been shown live down here at Barasti. Mark Archer's keeping an eye on that for us. Yeah, kick-off at Twickenham. It's only one minute and 20 seconds gone. It's 0-0. England uh, received the kick-off from Dan Bigger. And then there's been a series of box kicks so far. And uh, the teams are now static around the halfway line. So only a minute 30 gone. England nil, Wales nil. Uh, meanwhile, we are in the closing stages, literally in the last minute of regulation time. Arsenal against West Ham on the big screen. Yeah, into the, what are we into? Final five seconds of regulation time. David Moy still not happy. Well, it'll be interesting to see how many minutes are added on here. But it remains Arsenal 1, West Ham 0. And it is the substitute of five added on minutes. Additional minutes at Emirates. So still time for West Ham to rescue what would could prove to be a priceless point in their bid to avoid the drop. It is Arsenal 1, West Ham nil it was Alexander Lacazette the substitute profiting from a goal that was originally ruled out for offside VAR boys got in they got their protractor, protractors they got the rulers out and they saw that Meza Oza was an actual fact onside his little cushion header into the path of Lacazette sweep the ball home that was a few moments ago late on Arsenal look as if they picked up the three points it's Arsenal 1 West Ham nil. stick with it see if we can get some sort of full times Mark Archer's going to keep an eye on the rugby for us in the meantime we're also going to be hearing from a legend of Manchester United and other big games in just a little while. So we'll have more details on that for you uh, in just a few moments' time. Uh, let's go to uh, the rugby very quickly. Archer's been watching the first, what, two and a half minutes? Yeah, a couple of minutes gone. There's been a lot of kicking back and forth since kickoff. I can tell you, Dan Bicker, welcome back into international rugby after dealing with some injury problems. He's just gone up, talk, t- taken a high ball uh, from, from uh, George Ford, but he's been hit as he's come down by Manu Tuolagi and I think Jamie George almost consecutively he's gone backwards about 10 metres and he's got up and obviously taken a bit of a drink there and a bit of a recovery time but uh, yeah Dan Bigger welcome back to international rugby but uh, two and a half minutes gone not much play either side of halfway here a lot of box kicks by both both uh, sets of nines and tens it's England with the line out halfway two and a half minutes gone England nil Wales nil Reading have scored their third against Birmingham Birmingham 1-0 up at half time Pedro Ribeiro on 87 uh, takes Reading 
into a 3-0 lead. Starting to get uh, a couple of results coming through at the moment. Uh, as I said, as soon as we get confirmation of those results, you'll be the first to know. A couple of minutes still to play. Atletico Madrid, still no change in the score there. It's two apiece. Chris McCarty keeping an eye on the closing stages of the Premier League. Yeah, I certainly am, Tom. And I tell you what, we've not had much goals today. It remains Arsenal 1, West Ham 0. Crystal Palace, they lead Watford by a goal to nil. Jordan Ayew on the score sheet there. Billy Sharp, Sheffield United 1, Norwich 0. And once again, Sheffield United's defensive solidity coming, shining through. Southampton, 10 men of Southampton. They're a goal down to Newcastle United at St Mary's. All of these matches are into added on time. I can also tell you it's Wolves 0, Brighton and Hove Albion 0. So of the five 7pm kickoffs, we've just seen four goals this afternoon. Not many, but uh, all of these games are into added on time. I'm keeping an eye on them all. If any other goals go in, you'll be the first to hear about it. We've got a try at Twickenham. Mark Archer. Yeah, it looks like the first try of the day has been scored by the man coming back on the wing, Anthony Watson. It was a line-out, attacking line-out for England. It was a set play. They took the ball in, faked as though they were going to do a driving maul. It popped out the back as an inside pass to Anthony Watson, who's bundled himself over there. Good move by England, uh, and they lead 5-0 with conversion to come. Great try here, attacking scrum. It's been reverse play back. It's a bit of a trick play there by England. He's, he's gone through his... Wales have actually fallen off a couple of tackles there, made the finish there for himself. Thomas Williams, the halfback, missed Anthony Watson. He was then too big, too strong, too powerful. He goes over in the tackle of Liam Williams. 5-0 England. Burnley against Spurs, a late kickoff in the Premier League. Uh, and we will have a bit of team news for you on that one in just a few moments' time. 9.30 kickoff in that one. Uh, we'll keep an eye on all of the developments there. Uh, still no full-time whistles in the Premier League. Plenty of extra time being played, but can only be a matter of time, Chris. Yeah, it certainly is. You've got two, ooh, a minute and a half of West Ham. I say you. I am, of course, talking West Ham fans to rescue something. Mikel Antonio it is on the far side looking to launch a big long throw into the box it comes to nothing and Arsenal will clear a reminder Arsenal 1 West Ham 0 Crystal Palace 1 Watford 0 Sheffield United they lead Norwich by a goal to nil and yep there is a theme it's Southampton 0 Newcastle 1 Wolves Brighton remains goalless and in actual fact there is the full time whistle at Molyneux that could prove to be a vital point for Brighton and Hove Albion as they look to stave off relegation a big point for Graham Potter he looks delighted with it a clean sheet to boot as well it's finished Wolves nil Brighton nil that is the first of your full time whistles for the 5 7pm kickoffs. we continue play continues at the Emirates Stadium West Ham looking somehow to find an equaliser they've got a free kick Tom they've got a free kick get it in the mixer you maybe just maybe see Lucas Fabianski amble his way up here. What a chance. Martin Atkinson, he dusts out the old foam, the magic foam. This is a big free kick. This will be West Ham's final chance. Can they rescue a point at Emirates over the peace, Tom? I've got to say, they thoroughly deserve something. They've had the better of the chances. As things stand, it remains Arsenal 1, West Ham 0. Full-time's coming in from the Scottish Premiership. St Johnson uh, taking the points against Livingston by that solitary goal. St Johnson 1, Livingston 0. Phil, I'm going to call Celtic as well. I, I, know, I, I know I like to take a risk and everything, but I'm going to call the result at Celtic, if that's all right. It is Celtic... Five St Mirren nil into the 92nd. <laughs> brave, brave call, Tom. Uh, thank you very much indeed. You know, I like to call them nice and nice and late, nice and early. Take your pick, but I think that one's done and dusted. It's done and dusted. A hat trick for Lee Griffiths, Odsonny, Edward, and a late, late penalty from Callum McGregor means that Celtic five high five from Celtic. And I can also tell you that uh, the goal's still flying in. Aberdeen 3, Hibs 1. Hamilton have left it late. A big win there at home to Kilmarnock. Hearts 1, Motherwell 1. St Johnson have left it late. 
late to get there. Looks to be a winning goal against Livingston and the reason I say Hamilton's goal's a biggie, Tom, is because that then gives them a buffer over Hearts at the bottom of the table. Full-time whistle has gone at the Emirates. Mikel Arteta, Steve Round, Albert Steivenberg, they're all in there, piling in. Big hugs all round. Why? Arsenal have seen it off. It's Arsenal 1, West Ham 0. That is a big, big result for Arsenal Football Club as they look to finish in the top five, top four, top five, and secure Champions League football next season. Big win that, 1-0 Arsenal. 1-0 Arsenal, if you want to have your say, uh, then get your say in on that one. It's also full-time up at Sheffield United as well. A big result for them. Sheffield United taking the points against Norwich. Yeah, Billy Sharper is the veteran striker. It's the only goal of the game, and it was a good one. John Lundstrom's cross from the wide on the right-hand side. Billy Sharp eluded his marker, bullet header, diving header, past Tim Crew in the Norwich goal. No chance. Sheffield United 1, Norwich 0. What does all of that mean, Tom? Well, it means that Sheffield United are sixth. Sheffield United are level with Wolves in fifth. Sheffield United, make no mistake about it, they're in a Champions League chase here. What a story that would be if Sheffield United secured Champions League football next season. Incredible. Scotland full-times for you. Aberdeen taking the points against Hibernia by three goals to one. Hamilton have beaten Kilmarnock. They're still playing at Hearts, where it's one apiece between Hearts and Motherwell. And we're starting to get the first of our full-times in the Championship as well. Big talking point. Yeah, again, Chris McCarty. Brentford, is there any stop to them at the moment? Yeah, Five against Wednesday. When they score goals, you can bet your life they will score bagfuls of them. And they've won five. 5-0 Sheffield Wednesday the wheels have come off a decent performance midweek against Man City in the FA Cup they're only beaten by a goal to nil but from a league perspective Gary Monk Sheffield Wednesday the Owls what on earth's going on 5-0 at Griffin Park today Brentford on their day as good as Leeds United for me in the championship they have solidified their place in that playoffs but Leeds successful a 2-0 win for them today against Huddersfield Town West Bromwich Albion still playing at the Liberty Stadium against Swansea it remains Swansea nil, West Brom nil. what does all of that mean will Leeds will be top of the championship this evening they'll have an eight point sorry seven point buffer to Fulham in third I'm going to whisper this one quietly to the Leeds fans out there I think Leeds are going to be back in the big time next season Leeds United top of the championship this evening a point clear of West Brom in second Cardiff have taken the points at Barnsley as well finished 2-0 there uh, Brentford getting the three points and as Chris was saying there Leeds also uh, as things stand uh, Wigan and Luton no goals in that one same scoreline between Swansea and West Brom Stoke I'm going to call this one as well, fellas, if you don't mind. 5-1. <laughs> yeah, 5-1 Stoke. Hull City in a world of pain. They've sold off their, their jewels. Your Jared Bowens of this world have left, and they are really struggling. Gavin McCann's got a big job. Sorry, Grant McCann's got a big job there. It's 5-1 full-time. Preston North End did lead QPR by a goal to nil. They've lost that one, 3-1. Middlesbrough, big three points for them. Down at the Valley, they have beaten Charlton Athletic by a goal to nil. As you've already alluded to, Reading 3-1 winners. Cardiff 2-0 winners. The big winners of today, though, undoubtedly, Leeds United. 2-0 at home at Ellen Road. They're on a run. That's five successive win nows. Now for Marcelo Bielsa's men. They're going to be a Premier League team next season, Leeds. Mark Archer, what's going on at Twickers? Well, plenty of niggle, plenty of how's your father in the first seven minutes because England lead Wales 7-0, but there's been some massive hits. And I tell you what, the players are all squaring up to each other now. Wales have gone over the line. We're not sure whether they've scored or not, but both players have taken offence to something. And there's lots of pushing and shoving, lots of handbags here. And we'll just see what happens when the referee breaks everyone up. 
but England uh, took the early lead. Anthony Watson with the try from a set move from an attacking scrum. Owen Farrell with the extra two points to 7-0. Wales hot on attack now. They may or may not have scored, but I can tell you what, both players are squaring up. A bit of push and shove, and we're waiting to see what the referee does when he sorts this out eventually. What, what happens here will tell you if Wales have got on the scoreboard. But Johnny May has also now left with a, with a concussion. Lots of big hits gone in early. Henry Slade is on the field for Johnny May sporting an absolute terrible moustache I must say as well on number 23 but England uh, under the cosh now can Wales get back into it but they do lead after 7 minutes England 7 Wales 0 that's about it from us here today we will of course keep an eye on the rugby uh, and uh, stay tuned to Dubai Eye 3.8 for updates on all things sport throughout the course of the next few days. Uh, some big events to look forward to in the coming weeks. Chris McCarty, uh, some big events to look forward to and some big names signed up for Yeah, them. Peter Schmeichel, the Manchester United, the Danish legend. He will be here April 16th down at Jumeirah Golf Estates. I know you will be regaling uh, some tales with him, or at least he'll be regaling tales with you, Tom, down there. It is the DHL Open. First event of the 2020 DHL Swing against Cancer Golf Series. Great work done by 1610 and Worldwide Golf, raising awareness for cancer, raising funds as well. There will be a golf day followed by an evening dinner with the legend that is Peter Schmeichel. You can find out more information. For more information, you can email info at swingagainstcancer.com. I was lucky enough to catch up with Peter earlier this week, but we're out of time, so you're going to have to tune in for his thoughts on all things Ole Gunnar Solskjaer and Paul Pogba on tomorrow night's show on Look script. at that the, that is the ultimate cliffhanger isn't it yeah it's like what's the date for that just so I can put it in my diary <laughs> April 16th Tom <laughs> Thursday April 16th there's a golf day as I say down at the magnificent Jumeirah Golf Estates that's then followed by an evening with the legend that is Peter Schmeichel and if he's in a good mood like he was earlier this week. Good chat there, was he's it? He's top banana, yeah. is Peter Schmeichel. Very good, very insightful. He's typical kind of Scandinavian. He calls a spade a spade, and he's good. You'll have fun with him, and a lot of people, I'm sure, will. So if you want more information, info at swingagainstcancer.com. Not sure if I like the if he's in a good mood, though. Uh, oh, what happens yeah. if he's in a bad mood? Good luck to you. <laughs> I've been there before. Oh, he's hard work. He's hard work. But he's great. Listen, he'll be in a good mood, I'm sure. He's he's over here helping raise awareness. He'll be on best of form. He's got some wonderful anecdotes. The hairdryer treatment from Fergie. Great teammates. He's played with some of the best. Great night, that. The golf day is always one that will sell out, I'm sure. But if any Man U fans, any Denmark fans, any City, Aston Villa, Sporting Lisbon, any football fans listening, mark it in your diary, Thursday, April 16th. Full times are plenty coming in now. We'll get confirmation of all of those Premier League scores with Chris McCarty in a few minutes' time. I will tell you uh, what's happened in the Championship. Bristol City and Fulham have seen out a 1-1 draw. It's Barnsley who've gone down to Cardiff by two goals to nil. Reading have beaten Birmingham by three goals to one. Brentham has smashed Sheffield Wednesday 5-0. Borough against Charlton has just finished and it's Middlesbrough who take the points uh, at the Valley against Charlton. Huddersfield Town have gone down to Leeds. Leeds flying high at the moment. QPR have taken the points with three goals away at Preston. Uh, Stoke have been hulled convincingly 5-1. Nil-nil it finished at both Swansea West Brom and Wigan Luton. Yeah, indeed. Premier League full-times are in, Tom. Arsenal 1, West Ham 0. Their unbeaten start to 2020 in the Premier League, at the very least, continues for Mikel Arteta's men. It was the substitute Alexander Lacazette that gave the Gunners the three points. Crystal Palace 1, Watford 0. Jordan Ayew again continuing his fine form this season with the only goal there. Sheffield United, their heady, heady start to Premier League life continues. They were victorious over Norwich by a goal to nil. Billy Sharp on the score sheet. Southampton, oh, they rode their luck all day long, but eventually 
obviously it came to the fore. Newcastle United, it came to an end, did that luck for Southampton. Newcastle United getting the win. Alan St. Maximin on the score sheet, and it could prove to be a big point for Brighton and Hove Albion today. It's finished at Molyneux. Wolves nil, Brighton nil. The late kickoff kicks off in half an hour, in actual fact. It's Burnley against Tottenham. You just know it, don't you? That's why we love sport. There we were talking about Maximin a little earlier on, and there he is. He's the headline Brilliant, maker. Yeah. Me? It's the way it works, isn't Love it? it uh, Tokyo headlines. Uh, Mark Arch, I'm going to allow you to be the headline show and see us out. What's the latest at Twickers? Yeah, Wales have got their first points of the match. They've uh, kicked a penalty, Lee Halfpenny, the man uh, who's kicked that. So England with the early Anthony Watson try, converted by Owen Farrell, jumped out to a 7-0 lead. Wales put pressure on. They knocked the ball on over the line. George North, there was a bit of push and shoving, but Lee Halfpenny has kicked the resulting penalty. So 10 minutes gone at Twickenham. England 7, Wales 3. Benji wants us off there. He obviously hasn't got the memo. Did you not see, Benji? We have to go all the way through to the end of the rugby. You know, it's a contractual thing, fella. Sorry about that. Uh, we wish. Uh, Chris McCarty, thanks, mate. Enjoy your sport. Yeah, thank you very if much. Look any. forward to this, this evening. There, there is at least this tonight. <laughs> should we just... Should we'll should we enjoy get, this. Should we get our fill? Should we get our fill tonight? Might as well. Uh, thanks to Chris. Thanks to you, Archie. Thank you, Tom. And uh, flight, fella. Yeah, see you soon. Sooner rather than later. Uh, 4001 if you want to have your say. Um, we'll be back next Saturday, live from Brasti between the hours of 6 and 9. Cheers. There's just so much more to hear. Download our podcast at DubaiEye1038.com.